episode 226. Thank you all for listening to episode 225, OVI Parrot, a shot of Uber. I am. <laughs> I am. Uh, my, or was it OV Parrot? I don't even know. <laughs> Either way. That works. <laughs> I am Monta Steve Baggins here with my co-host. Sober Bear. <laughs> And yellow jacket Cody. Uh, thanks to Wes Anderson for mine quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to all our clothing. First and primary sponsor, Overline Sports Podcast. He can help you with all your clothing needs. Anything you need, you can get shit. You can get towels now, signs, anything, little baby jackets, whatever you need, yellow jackets, whatever you might need, he can help you out. Thanks to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Uh, Los Angeles, California, home of the champion Lakers. But he can help you with all of your needs here in Ohio, the Toledo and surrounding area. He can help you with fall cleanup. It's currently going on. Get those leaves out of your yard. He can plant trees in the fall. Best time to plant trees is in the fall. And anything you might need with aeration seating, he can help you out as well. Thank you to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Make him number two or number one on Google dating coaches, but you need that dating coach in your life. You need to get better. You need to improve yourself, and you can't do it on your own. The only way you're going to get better, you're going to get those ladies or guys or whatever you like. Got to reach out to Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. He's going to take you from a zero to a hero. He's going to take you from velocity to Monday night. Rawr. He's going to take you from curtain jerker to main event player. <laughs> so reach out to Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. Oh, God. And do, we didn't get anything from Jason, did we? <laughs> he didn't answer my phone call today. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to get Man, we haven't had Jason in fuck, feels like two months. He's pretending to be busy. He's pretending quite well. He does a good job of it. He does a good job of it. He does a good job. All right, so Jeremy's ready. You got the updated points? Updated points for our wonderful trivia. Bo, or I'm sorry, I'm Bo. Mantis, Montas, Montas, T. Baggin, 653. Cody, Yellow Jacket, Bryant, 549. Myself, 571. Parrot, 233. Dub, 29. Wes Anderson, 7. And Security, Jeff with Uno. All right. Uh, he just asked if I can share the screen. Yes, I did share it, but Cody can't see it, so we might be taking a picture of this, whatever it is for you. So, Cody, be on standby. Is Cody still here? Galaxy S10 Plus, are you here? Yeah, I'm a... Uh... Morning, uh, driving away from Wi Fi right now. Oh, good. Nice. So perfect. So I'm going to have to send you a picture and hey, you drive, <laughs> drive and read this while you're at it. Uh, okay. You know what? I'll just read it to you, Cody. This week we have a new challenge I'm calling Name the Game. You will need the screen for this one and can either write the answers down or input them wherever you do and all hit enter. I have 10 pro wrestler character names and 10 real names. Read out loud for the listeners to play along. You need to match the real names with the character. One point for each correct and a bonus three points for whoever gets the most. So, 
the people that we have. Adam Cole, Alex Riley, Billy Kidman, Christian, Disco Inferno, Finn Balor, Ricochet, Sabu, William Regal, Xavier Woods. Oh, Jesus. We're going to put this into the chat. Yeah. So we are going to have to pause the show to do this because this is not going to be easy. So we'll pause the show. Cody, me and Bear are going to type this out, and then we will ask you what your picks are. So let us pause because we want you to be safe while you're out there driving on the road. So we will pause the show. What? I was like, just send me, a, send me a picture of it. I will send you a picture of it soon, but I still okay. want you to be safe on the road. So do not say that I have ever done anything to jeopardize your life driving on the road. So do not blame it on me. We should be even now. Right. We will, uh, we're going to pause the recording. Yeah, no kidding. We'll pause the recording. We will be right back. All right, we're back. And, uh, Bear and I have entered ours into our chat box, and now Cody Bryant's going to ramble his off. All right. Uh, Xavier Woods, uh, Austin Jenkins, uh, Steven Regal, Darren Matthews, Sabu, Terry Brunk, Finn Balor, Fergal Devitt, uh, Disco Inferno, Glenn Gilberti. Yeah, I'm way off. Christian, uh, Jason Riso. Um, and then it got fuzzy. Uh, <laughs> I just kind of went by what they look like. Um, so Billy Kidman, he looks like a Pete. <laughs> so, uh, I went Pete Gruner and, uh, Alex Riley. He looks like he has like, I mean, any, any grown man that still wear a Letterman's jacket probably is a junior or a second. Or uh, Kylie. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin Kylie Jr. Oh, um, right there. Uh, Adam Cole, he looks like a Trevor to me. <laughs> uh, and Ricochet, I went Austin Watson because I light skinned dude, and most light skinned dudes either name Austin or Trevor. Well, I could tell you Austin Watson is uh, Xavier Woods. Oh, wrong Austin. And then the other Austin Jenkins is Cole. I miss that for Finn. Finn is Purgle Debit. Oh, yeah. Is that what he said, though? Yeah. He said, he said, yeah, he, yeah, he did know that one. Not a goddamn court type room artist here. He can only type like 65 words a minute. Well, here. So I had Balor as Purgle Debit, Christian Jason Riso, Xavier Woods, Austin Watson, Adam Cole, Austin Jenkins, Disco Inferno, Glenn Boy, Glenroy Gilberti, Ricochet, Trevor Mann. Those are the ones I knew. After that, I guess Alex Riley, Kevin Kylie Jr., Sabu, Terry Brunk, William Regal, Pete Grunner, Billy Kidman, Darren Matthews, and Bear, what'd you have? I had um, Christian as Jason Riso. I knew that. Regal, Darren Matthews, I knew that. Disco is uh, Glenroy Gilberti. I knew that. Billy Kidman was Pete Gruner. I knew that. Um, and then I didn't know. So I had Adam Cole as Austin Watson, Alex Riley as Kevin Kylie Jr., Finn Balor as Trevor Mann, Ricochet as Trevor Bunk, Sabu as Fergal DeVitt, and Xavier Woods as Austin Jenkins. So it looks like the ones I knew were good, and Alex Riley, Sabu, were guess- and Regal, and Kidman were guesses for me, but it looks like I got 
Riley. Oh, I was going to tell you word association. I saw Kevin yeah, Kylie, Kylie, so I, that's why I picked that. And then Terry. That's the only Brock. reason why I did for him. Yeah. Sabu looks like a Terry, <laughs> so that's why I picked that. And then I was lost on Regal, so I thought, yeah, he could be a Pete because Billy looks like a Darren, and I was wrong with those two. So it looks like I got eight of the ten. Six of my new. Well, that's good. So I got eight on that one. What did uh, you get, Bear? I think I got five. I think I got Christian, Regal, Disco, Kidman, and Alex Riley. Nice. I think those are my five. And then Cody got uh, Regal, Sabu, Christian. Kidman, Kidman. Riley. And then I think, and Disco. So he got six. Oh, seven. He got he got seven. He got and Fergal uh, Devitt. Yep. So he got seven. I got eight. You got six. So we each get a point for those, and then three points for me uh, on that. So eight to seven to six was the final. All right, and I'll let you guys do the scoring. I never would have guessed his lordship. William Stephen Regal was really named Darren. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that either. Yeah. That's all and I have for this week. The one I, the one I fucking knew. <laughs> Look, looking forward to Jeff, special edition of Jeopardy next week. Oh, and does Parrot get his own wrestling category where Cody cannot help out? I guess majority vote here. What do you think? I mean, sure. Sure, but we'll get, we'll get not worth Hulk Hogan's trunks. <laughs> but not worth triple. Oh, I cannot type sure, but not worth triple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> LOL. All right. So we got Jeopardy next week. Uh, Wayne Sirloin is supposed to return to host Jeopardy. The tag team titles are on the line as. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the T-Baggin brothers go up against, uh, I don't know, what is it? OVI o- Cody? Cody oh. Parrot? OVI Bryant? OVI Bryant? <laughs> if yeah, you get a team name, because we got the the Baggins brothers. The T-Baggins brothers. The T-Baggins. <laughs> Maybe to add intensity, if he missed the question, the other team gets the points. Ooh. Ooh. What do you think about that, Cody? Then again, Cody may re-injure his other leg with what he may do to him if he misses the questions. <laughs> it don't matter. Uh, it don't matter, man. I got faith in Paris. Ah. Good luck. Good luck, my friend. All right. Well, let's go into uh, G1 Climax first, Bears' favorite. So, Kota Ibushi has 12 points uh, in the A block. Okada has 12. Will Ospreay has 10. Jay White has 12. Uh, Takahashi, Yujiro Takahashi has zero. (laughs) Oh, that's fucking great. And then – Cobb has eight, Tai Chi has eight, and then everybody else has six. Suzuki, Takaga, and Ishii all have eight. Or six, excuse me. And then in B block, uh, Naito has 12. Awesome. And then uh, he lost to Evil. 
Evil also has 12. Started off on a cold streak. Now he's looking better. Uh, Sonata and what is it? Who? Zach Jr. Saber Jr. has 10. Zach Saber Jr. ZSJ. Yeah. And then Haruki Goto, is that his name? Has eight. Yeah. Kenta has eight. Uh, Yano has six. Robin Juice Robinson has six. Tana Hiroshi Tanahashi has six. Yoshihashi has two. Yuck. So what happens from here now? Um, as I know we're getting down, breaking down to like the nitty gritty. Um, I think realistically, there's only out of each block, out of the B block. Uh, realistically, the only guys who could win B block would be Naito or Evil. Um, ZSJ and Sonata have an outside shot. Um, but the A block man is gonna be it's gonna A block's gonna come down to the wire. And with with uh, some friction going on in the Bullet Club between Jay White and Evil, which I think what they're gonna do, they might end up uh, kicking Jay White out of Bullet Club. I think they might start um, a program with him and Evil um, after the G1, which I think would be a really good match um, as we get ready to go into um, Wrestle Kingdom, well, January 4, which is what they call it. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up with a uh, – with Naito and Evil in the finals, a B block, and then I'd say probably Abushi and Okada in the A block finals. With uh, I'd say probably uh, um, Ibushi and Naito um, final uh, for the G1, which that might build up to I'd say probably the January fourth show too, which wouldn't surprise me. Nice. Well, we'll see. And I just got uh, I just saw that full gear is going to be November 7th for AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know Halloween Havoc's coming back on the 28th of October. 25th is going to be hell in a cell. So see how that goes going in. Um, did you happen to watch the draft? Any of the WWE draft? Uh, no. I heard New Day got broken up. They did. That's right. That's about Xavier and Kofi went to one and Big E stayed. That's stupid. On Raw? No, that's not stupid. That's great. They should push Big E. They should push Big E. I agree. I, I hope that's why they did it and they keep him on Raw so they can push him. No, no, he's not on Raw. He's on keep SmackDown, right? Down? Yeah, he's staying on SmackDown. That's why it was stupid. Okay, I got you. I wasn't sure if Kofi and uh, Xavier are the ones that went. Xavier. I mean, what are they really going to do? You see what they did with the last big buff black dude to go to Raw? Yeah, they just didn't they trade titles? Because, like, Street Profits went to SmackDown, and the other two went to Raw. So, they just didn't they just, like, literally exchange titles? Yeah, it was like a gift exchange, like a Christmas gift exchange. <laughs> So to Raw, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, R-Truth, AJ Styles, The Fiend, Randy Orton, Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, Ricochet, Elias, Sheamus, Garza, Umberto Carrillo, Drew Gulak, Tucker, Dabo Cotto, 
Titus O'Neill, Akira Tozawa, Riddick Moss, Arturo Ruiz, and Eric. In the women's, Ashka, Charlotte, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, Lana. Tag teams, New Day, Hurt Business, Miz and Morrison, Retribution, Lucha House Party. Women's tag, Shayna Baszler and Nikki, or Nikki Jax. Nia Jax, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke. And then in SmackDown, Roman, Sami Zayn, who's your Intercontinental Champion, Seth Rollins, Dana Bryan, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, Big E, Aleister Black, maybe Big E will feud with uh, Roman, Apollo Crews, Otis, Murphy, Kalisto, Lars Sullivan, King Corbin, Shorty G. So they broke up Otis and Mandy, huh? Some bitch. Mm. Um, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Carmella, Natalia, Billy Kay, Tamina, Zelina Vega. So Billy Kay and Peyton Royce obviously split up. Uh, Street Profits, Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Ray and Dominic Mysterio are the tag teams. Riot Squad, women's tag. So that's what you get. Uh, did Alexa Bliss go to Raw too? Yep. Uh, I guess they're going to kill that Fiend character off once and for all now, huh? Nope, he's there with her. Well, but he's on Raw, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they're both on Raw. Yeah, but they're going to kill it. They're going to kill it off now. They already dropped the ball with it. They done, they, they're doing the, the Sister Abigail thing five years too late. Yeah, so, we'll see. I mean, I they did fuck it up. <laughs> like, I think I mean, we, just, we agreed. Yeah, they're just putting it to sleep now. You're taking all the others to the vet, and, or at least behind the shed, and they're just going to go ahead and lay him on down. Yeah, the, uh, the creative has been just shit. Yeah, it's it's been a little, little rough. Yeah. Um, but it, I mean, I don't really want to talk much about double, double E because we don't have much going on. Um, besides the draft, that was it. Uh, AEW, I haven't watched any aid. I haven't watched wrestling in a while. Anything going on with AEW? Uh, same old nonsense. Um, they did Jericho's, uh, 30 year, um, his little 30 year celebration. And it was just, oh, it was so hokey. Like, it, it just, I don't know. I don't know if they were trying to make Jericho seem like he was this rock star or a wrestler. Because they had people, like, there were more celebrities than wrestlers that they had, like, do videos or whatever. To, oh, yeah, because uh, most of them were in WWE. <laughs> but, I mean, but still. I mean, and if that's the case, then just limit it to just people that are wrestlers. Like, he hasn't been this rocker for 30 years. And, I don't know, the way he sounds lately, he, he don't think he ever was a rocker. Like, he just, I don't know. It just reminds me of that guy that does, like, the he's like the local band dude in your local community. The only places he does are, like, hole-in-the-wall bars. Is he a one-man band? Huh? Is he a one-man band? He's something. I don't know about a band, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I just – I'm not interested in anything. I've gotten – like I told Bear, I've gotten more – you know, back more into UFC than anything else and been watching that. And I know we didn't cover it on the sports show, but that fucking knockout was nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Probably the best knockout I've ever seen. Like, just 
the whole sequence of it, getting your leg caught, doing a reverse kick, it is just unreal. And the dude's head right off his body. And then if you're watching in slow-mo, it looks like some Mortal Kombat shit when it said finish him, and he's like bobbling back and forth yeah, and then falls over. And boom, <laughs> just right when he falls back. It's great. Unreal. But, yeah, so nothing big in wrestling that I've liked um, going on right now. Yeah. Anything to anything to look forward to? Are you looking forward to Hell in a Cell? Nope. <laughs> I, in a word, no. I, there's nothing to look forward to. I mean, you had Bailey and Sasha, but they already had the match on SmackDown. And, like, if you're going to do that to build the Hell in a Cell, then don't have an actual match. I think they had like a five or ten minute match on SmackDown this past Friday. Like if that's the case and you're trying to build the hell in a cell to where it's supposed to be, you know, logic the you know, logic will tell you, all right, we got a big cage around the ring where you can't get out and run away. Have Bailey run away from Sasha Banks. Right. You know, like have her come out, let the bell ring, and you know, let her get counted out or, or a disqualification or something. But, I mean, they had, like, a full-on, you know, regular match. I think Bailey got disqualified or something. But, I mean, what's the point? Like, you already had, like, a full-on match, man. They already fought for a little bit. So, you know, if this is supposed to be a blood feud, then, you know, if you're trying to, if you're trying to pass this off as a blood feud, then Bailey should be afraid for her life for what she did to Sasha Banks. Should be. I don't know. It's just at least logical. At least makes sense to me. Make Nothing's it make logical sense. for them. No. No. God forbid they make it make sense. God forbid. You're absolutely right. It's not like it used to be. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I've got nothing else for like we've been keeping wrestling short because there's been nothing interesting. Next week, I know trivia is part of wrestling show. We're gonna have two long shows, so be prepared for an eleven o'clock finish. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll start at seven, you know, we want to start as quick as we can run through the sports stuff, uh, make it a quick sports picks, do our NFL picks, have honorary picks from, uh, Sir Loin, and then, uh, we'll make sure he can still host the show. If not, we'll get us another host. I know we get, we got several people that are willing to host, um, but we'll see what we can do. And uh, bear, do you want to do a, uh, wrestling recap from the past? Yeah, I'm, I will be ready whenever you uh, pull one up here. God, I just saw from 2008 Hulk Hogan Celebrity Championship Wrestling. <laughs> oh, I'm on board. I don't even know what's happening. I have no idea. That was probably I think that was Celebrity Boxing. You can do TNA oh. Bound for Glory 09. Bound for glory. Let's look at. I would actually like to hear this. AJ Styles versus Sting for the TNA World Heavyweight Title. That could be interesting. Ah, Four Eleven Mania, man, they got it all. I like this site. <laughs> all right, so we're looking at TNA Bound for Glory, two thousand nine, eleven years ago, today. Uh, October 18th, 
Brent Event Center, Irvine, California. Attendance, 2,400. <laughs> <laughs> All right. AJ Styles versus Sting. Here we go. <clears throat> Sting has won the title at the previous three Bound for Glories. Two hours, 42 minutes in as Borash introduces the competitors. Oops, plan back. The respect between the two kind of eliminates some of the more intense potential aspects of the match. While Sting is considering retirement, he's not showing that quote-unquote final match intensity. AJ uses his athleticism to avoid some of Sting's bigger spots. Sting just stands there smiling. He's clearly enjoying himself out there. How many wrestlers get the chance to cross generations like this and be able to hang? The first one loads. The second one, not so many. AJ must be loving the show of the show of respect from TNA's resident legend. They scrap the friendliness with strikes. Sting having to go full out to keep up using his strength to get up top. The respect continues with Sting stopping a count out, holding the ropes for AJ to come back in. Taz talks about the impact of AJ's moves because of how he executes them, like leaving his feet on a suplex to make it more intense. Sting is going through his stuff, knowing AJ will be able to counter, but not have anything new to go to. While AJ feels he has to do something different because the last time he wrestled Sting for the belt, he countered AJ's signature Pele kick to get up to get the pin. Both guys, because of their aim to one-up each other, miss big spots on the floor. AJ refuses a count-out win, too. The crowd are feeling the babyface battle, and neither of them have be- neither of them has been turned, which is an achievement in itself. AJ blocks the stinger splash, then get then Sting gets a boot up. <laughs> Sting gets a boot up to block a charge. They both have done a lot of homework to get these counters. AJ goes for a tombstone to try something different and surprise Sting, but Sting has experience and power and counters into his own for two. I love the psychology of this. They're combining respect, familiarity, and determination into a web of intrigue. And they're not going for obvious, obvious countering sequences, but rather slipping them in where they logically belong. AJ tries his Quebrada inverted DDT, but that's countered back again, and Sting gets the Scorpion Death Drop. Crowd loves this. Stinger Splash, another Scorpion Death Drop for two. That's the first time they've not done something smart. Why is he kicking out? Surely there was a better way of doing that. Scorpion Death Lock, but AJ hasn't come all the way back from his brink to quit. He powers up, perhaps showing how Sting is getting older and isn't as powerful. Or maybe he just let AJ out. Sting fires up like it's 1991. AJ slips off the top and Taz covers, saying he's got a bad ankle. Tanae thinks he was knocked silly by a headbutt. Sting goes to check on him. Pele kick. AJ, rather disappointingly, finishes with a springboard splash. Not 450, just a splash. While that's disappointing, it leaves the feeling that Sting really was passing the torch. He wanted to get beaten, like Flair and Shawn Michaels, slightly, su- slightly, holy shit, slightly sub- <laughs> subtle, er, I hate that word, but the inference was there. Three and three quarter stars was going really well until AJ slipped off the rope and lost confidence. The psychology in the match was top notch, but sometimes the execution left a little to be desired. Certainly, if Sting was to retire, that would be a hell of a match to go out on. Post match. AJ gets the mic and calls Sting back. At least he would if TNA could find him a working mic. They do, after three attempts. And AJ calls Sting back to his spotlight. Crowd chants, please don't go. Suspecting Sting will finish his career with that match. 
Sting says this is the mo- Sting says the moment isn't his. It's AJ's, the new world champ. If he's got to lose, he's happy to lose it to AJ Styles. Crowd chants one more year. He says he's not prepared to make a statement, so he doesn't know if he'll be coming back. But if the crowd keeps supporting him, he'll stay forever. He actually said the word kayfabe, which might be the first for a wrestling company that has it for a wrestling company that has a pay-per-view, unless Russo said it in WCW. <laughs> well, as we know, he stayed uh, for a while. You know, Bond for Glory, because that did we, which one did we say that pay-per-view was? Bound for Glory. 2009, right? Yeah, Bound for Glory. Yeah, because 2011 Bound for Glory fought Hogan, and if he won, which he did, Dixie Carter had to resign control of TNA. Yeah, there was uh, Matt Morgan and Kurt Angle on that card, Abyss and Mick Foley in a Monsters Ball match, Samoa Joe versus Bobby Lashley in a submission match, OBD versus Tara versus Awesome Kong for the Knockouts title, Booker T and with Scott Steiner versus British Invasion versus Beer Money versus 3D in a tag which, TNA, TNA tag titles and IWGP tag titles match. Yeah, he was at TNA until 2014. Kevin Nash versus Hernandez versus Eric Young in a, for the Legends title. <laughs> yeah, his, his last match in TNA, he lost to Magnus, who was the champ, TNA world champ, and then he lost to Triple H on uh, WrestleMania 31, then he beat Big Show, and then him and Cena beat Rollins in Big Show, and then he uh, lost to Rollins in Night of Champions. That's where he got hurt. So, la- Can you believe that was five years ago already? It seems like it was longer ago. When he fought, you know, Seth, I feel like, it. you know, I remember him getting hurt. That's why I was like, damn, I can't believe it's been five years already. Man. Oh, you're still here? Galaxy S10 Plus? <laughs> Renaissance, man. I got to try to get out of this damn car. <laughs> still in the car? And I'm connecting to my Wi-Fi. Hmm. Yeah, well. I'm connected all... back to Wi-Fi, so I don't know if you can hear me or not. Yeah, we can hear you. Um... All right. Well, that was a fun okay. recap from Barrington Cub. Um, that's sober all I got bear. for wrestling. Yeah, sober bear. That's all I got for wrestling. That's I think that's enough for us. Um, I mean, it's not fun. If you can't I mean, watch I think, Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ring of Honor, Impact. Anything going on in Impact or Ring of Honor? Uh, like quick summary, if, cliff notes. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Honestly, the biggest thing on Impact right now, um, the women's title match that they got coming up for Battle for Glory. Um, Sue Young might be coming back soon. Sue Young? Wasn't she the uh, daughter of Rush Hour? Say what now? Wasn't Sue Young the daughter in Rush Hour, the first one? Dude, you know what? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't like her. I think so. Hey, I mean, say it, though, like, say it in Chris Tucker's voice and tell me it's not. Too young! Too young! So young! So young! So young! That's See? like Chris Tucker's voice. That's, well, that's Jackie Chan's voice. <laughs> oh, so young! Yeah, yeah the black guy doing Jackie Chan's voice. Perfect. <laughs> and the white guy is doing Chris Tucker's voice. Oh, God. Yeah, because what? Bound for Glory is uh, the night before Next Hell in a Cell. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got Aaron Young and Rich Swan for the Impact World title. That'll be good. And then you said Perrazzo and Kylie Ray 
for knockouts yeah, championship yep, for the women. Yep, for knockouts. Motor City um, Machine Guns against Good Brothers against the North against uh, Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Right. EC three um, and Moose. That'll be good. Yeah, Eddie Edwards and, Moose, yeah. and Ken Shamrock. It is <laughs> Sue Young. God, I'm so yeah. smart. <laughs> and then a Bound for Glory gauntlet match where the winner can choose any championship match of their choice. Call your shot gauntlet. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. They need to get a TNA fucking WWE just needs to buy them out. So, or at least their library so they can get that shit on the network. Right. They already, uh, yeah, because I ain't paying for TNA's library. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and that's the thing is that I want to watch them, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not paying for it. Unless it was like five bucks a month, I'd pay five bucks a month. Right, and I'd, I'd probably only have it for three months and then give it up. <laughs> and that's the thing, like TNA had a lot of good matches and good, like great matches and great wrestlers. It was just the ownership that was so terrible. Yeah, like, no, I agree. Can you imagine, as you imagine, if TNA had like a competent front office. And they were able to get on an actual network, like if they wouldn't have fucked it up on Spike. Right. Yep. Trying to uh, follow in the that's the problem is that everyone tries to follow in the WWE footsteps instead of do their own thing. Yeah. Like AEW, they just went back to TNT, like because it's what it's familiar. People think it's WCW. I mean, it's it's the same well, shit. Not really. But they're get, you get a lot more exposure on TNT than you would Spike TV. Well, certainly it's cable. I'm just I'm just making the point that you just you went back to where you failed at, you know, 19 years ago, 18 years ago. Yeah. Right? Well, I think they realized their mistake too that you know outside of the NBA, you know, wrestling had the most eyes on TNT. Too. I mean, what are you really watching on TNT outside Rush of hour. NBA? Rush hour. <laughs> Rush Hour is always on TNT. That's how I knew who Sue Young was. Um, well, yeah. Two things which here. Which one about Yeah, which one? <laughs> Wait, wipe yourself off. You dead. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the uh, two things I want to say, because we mentioned John Chena earlier. A, he's the new voice of Honda. And B, he got married two days ago. He got married? He got married. For what oh, time? Wow, third? A, no, second time. He never married Nikki. So he made a he made an honest woman out of Kendra last time. What? Are you lying? No? Shay. His girlfriend's name is Shay, or his wife now, Shay Shabadodaria. Well, I, oh, I was about to say. Kendra, I don't, don't know what Kendra's government name is. Don't. Hey, what's what? her name? <laughs> Shay Shariatazadi. Don't fuck with me like that, Cody. That's not nice. My bad, man. My bad. Why don't you want him to fuck with you? Trying to pull that bullshit. You like her? (laughs) (laughs) I figured he was just trying to get her off of OnlyFans or something. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I did share share the news with Parrot that we were going to get him the – I was going to get him that Hornswoggle gift for his birthday – $20 $20 cameo for Hornswoggle. He's like, oh, dude, I would have loved that. I'm like, yeah, you would have been over the moon if you would have seen that. And he should have said something. I would have pitched in towards that. I forgot all about it. It was 20 bucks. Yeah. I would have paid for it. I just forgot. Oh, yeah. 
We'll get it for him for Christmas. There you go. Merry Christmas, you goofy bastard. <laughs> I just want him to say whatever he wants. OVI parent. What is she doing? I heard do? you got a DUI, you dumbass. <laughs> Dude, for $20, man, we can get him for the rest of the year. <laughs> you can get him to do the show. <laughs> hey, how much how much would you charge us right. to do an episode of our show? Right. She's a product manager for a tech company in Vancouver. Oh, Shay, his wife, yeah. Right. Iranian and Canadian. Interesting combo. Iranian Canadian. Cena is a pretty famous, this is on TMZ, by the way. Cena is a pretty famous wrestler, actor, rapper, and male G string enthusiast. Seriously. What? That's what TMZ says. And has TMZ ever lied about anything? Never. I mean, she looks okay, but I mean, she's no hmm. Kendra Lust. Well, no one is a Kendra Lust. <laughs> Cena didn't know what he had till it's gone. Did he really get with Kendra Lust? Do I have to look this up? Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, <sighs> she was the reason why he got divorced. It was her. Yes, allegedly. Oh man! Well, he should have allegedly stayed with that. <laughs> he should have allegedly right. stayed with that. Yeah. Oh my allegedly, god! That's what. Yeah, allegedly that's what made him leave his uh, high school sweetheart. Oh, I thought you were talking about Nikki. Uh uh-uh. uh No, no. There's no Kendra Lust. There's no Nikki. Oh, Kendra Lust denied having an affair with Cena. Well, I mean. Deny, deny, deny. Yeah, but you know, you know what? Always, this is what happens, though. These people, fucking, they get jealous because they think it's happening. Kendra Lust posts wrestling stuff all the time. Not that I follow her. I'm just saying she does. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that. Yeah, she's she's in the fan, in the forms. You know, that's all. She's just in the forms. And if any wrestler was to happen to maybe date her, then it could be Cena. That's why I say allegedly. Allegedly. Although I am a huge fan of John Cena and his great moves in the ring, he has never used them on me personally. I've been a fan of wrestling since I was a kid, but the closest I've ever been to John Cena was in the audience at Monday Night Raw. This is just an internet rumor with no merit. I wish him the best of luck and do not wish to cause any conflict in his marriage. That came from Kendra Lust herself. Would she lie? No. Well, nobody uh, would lie. Nobody, nobody would lie. lie. Yeah, nobody would lie. You get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Well, <laughs> and this is, hold on a second. And this is, uh, so this is what his ex-wife said. She said, okay. Cena cheated on her with a porn star by the name of Kendra Lust. Cena apparently met this woman at the gym and they hit it off. Makes sense. She does work out. Again, not that I know. Cena had sex with Kendra Lust for a period of one year. I highly doubt that. It was probably longer than that, if so. Viewing viewing Lust's Twitter posts confirms the story, and the WWE is now scrambling to keep the story under wraps. The WWE has already threatened Elizabeth Huberdow, who was Cena's ex-wife, with a lawsuit and has asked Kendra Lust to delete her Twitter. You don't just send Jerry out on, on frivolous lawsuits. Uh, well, all right. Uh, I would have. Hey, trust me. I would have signed up for that one. Yeah. Can I? Can I go talk to Kendra Lust and tell her to uh, delete her Twitter? We're gonna. You sign me up for that, Vince. I'll do it, buddy. 
Right. right. I wonder how that conversation went. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> well, we got to say happy birthday to Simon Gotch and a 38th birthday. Also, happy Ooh. birthday to S- Simon Gotch. Is that the dude? The VOD villains. Oh, God. <laughs> and then happy birthday to Sweet Soraya. You know who she is, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the mama. Paige's mom, only 49. Yeah. <laughs> that still cracks me up. We missed, we missed Kendra Lust's birthday. It was <laughs> September 18th. <laughs> happy belated me. birthday, Kendra Lust. And, and thank she you. Is married, by the way. Oh, yeah, because that matters. Right. And uh, the, Didn't matter to, to John. Uh, she's married to a police officer. Thank you. Well, no, that really don't matter. <laughs> well, thank she's you. She's got a house in Shelby Carter Township, Michigan. Jesus Christ. Now are you stalking her? I'm looking up her Wikipedia. <laughs> well, all right. As we're doing that, because this is getting to be a little too much. Uh, thanks to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Our Clothing, Brandon. Thank you to Crown Squatting Landscaping, CounterBarrettDatingTransformation.com. Uh, sorry, Sparty Steve, we couldn't get you on the show. Thanks to everybody for listening to this episode, episode 226, Cena's Lust for Glory. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Kendra Lust graduated from the University of Michigan with a bachelor's degree in nursing, and she worked as a nurse for seven years, so suck it. So she was the head nurse. I wish I would have went to that hospital. <laughs> so when Cena went to Detroit, he gave her the five-knuckle shuffle. <laughs> I, I think she gave him the five-knuckle shuffle. Or he gave himself the five-knuckle shuffle. Oh, I ain't allegedly you could do a five-knuckle shuffle on Kendra Lust. Hmm. You could do her, not on her. her. That's hmm. what I've heard. You, you look that up and tell us next week. <laughs> All right.